Welcome everyone here at Boss It. We would love to hear from you. Join us in our Boss It community by heading over to our website, bossitclub.com and join our mailing list. As we grow, we will be launching our community of fellow Boss It BFFs and we want you to be a part of it. Okay, Sophie and Noreen, let's dig into this. I can't wait to tell them all about how we got here. Welcome to the Boss It Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen and I took an Etsy startup and launched it in big box retailers within 12 months. As a creative with an entrepreneurial drive, I left my full-time career in healthcare to find better harmony between career, family, and self-care. We believe you can have it all. Yes, you can launch and run a successful, scalable business while maintaining harmony in all aspects of your life. We believe we can learn from each other and draw on many experiences to create the best life possible. During each episode, we will share proven life hacks that will keep you on top and striving every day. There should be no hesitation. Make a plan, take action. We are here for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Boss It Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen, and I'm going to be your host for today. And today, as always, we are going to be speaking about business and life and a few things in between. We are going to speak today about if you are expecting too much too fast from your business. We are inherently very impatient. We do not like to wait for anything. And especially as a budding entrepreneur or somebody who has that entrepreneurial drive or spirit or thinking of jumping into their side hustle, passion project, or anything in between, we want to see the results immediately. And they have said that the millennial generation and the Gen Zs are very impatient. That could be contributed by social media, us having a very quick reflex to swipe to the next thing. And so, of course, we're going to be a little bit impatient when it comes to the results in our business. Today, I want to share a few tips to help you with your patience, to improve your patience as you start to grow and build your business. It's extremely important to keep perspective. And remember, guys, I have been through this and I want to ensure that you can do exactly what I did, if not even bigger and better. For anybody new here, I had an amazing idea on how to make some cultural festivities for the Muslim population, the Muslim faith. How could they make their festivities even more appropriate for their kids or even more fun for their kids? Because I, as a mother, have children and I wanted to make our festivities just as special as Christmas and Halloween and Easter. I wanted those special elements that the kids enjoy during those times. And again, if you have not heard the story, it goes like this. Basically, I couldn't find anything in the store. Nothing said Eid, nothing said Ramadan. And I was like, okay, I'll make it. I can only make so much stuff. As a busy mom, I was working full-time at that point, and I don't have the time. So, of course, I was like, why don't we manufacture to help other parents who are in a very similar situation? And we got picked up by Walmart and Indigo. Indigo is a very popular bookstore in Canada. And so the story goes like this. If you have an idea, a passion, or something that you think others would benefit from, it is your responsibility to try to bring it to life. And so that is my philosophy there is always going to be competition at the table. That's okay because there's more than one grocery store. So of course, there can be more than one business that does something similar. Everybody has a different twist to it. 
Now, I don't want to get too much into that conversation right now about competition, but the reason I'm bringing this up now is because there's many things that will come up that will hinder your expectations of your business. So for example, you might be looking to others as examples and you might be like, well, they did it in such and such time. For example, you might be starting off your cake business and you're like, well, look at them. They're essentially getting so many clients per month and I'm not. And so today I want to speak about your expectations of your business and if you're expecting your business to grow too fast or if you're expecting your business to grow quickly because you have to fill some other expectations such as financial. So let's get right into it. These are my three tips to help you with your expectations on how fast your business should grow. First tip is you have to understand that your business is going to take time to grow and you have to adjust your expectations. I know it's easier said than done, but you will need to work some evenings. You may have to work some weekends. You may end up needing to say no to a social event because you will need to work. And I think many people make it look easier than it really is. You literally only see 10% of what an entrepreneur does in their business. And so there is a very luxurious outlook to entrepreneurship. Many people don't realize how much work is being done behind the scenes. So an entrepreneur will come on social media and make it look so glamorous. They will come on this podcast, for example, and just chat with you. And that could be it. You may think, oh, that's all they have to do. They just need to jump on for a few minutes and chat with us. And that's how they're getting all their great clients to work with them. And that's absolutely not the case. That is just the tip of the iceberg because there's a lot of additional work that goes on behind the scenes, even for something like a podcast. We end up having to write some sort of script. We end up having to do some sort of research. There's also a lot of work behind the scenes when it comes to editing. At the beginning, you may be editing yourself, then you have to market your podcast, you need to socialize your podcast. And that's one simple example of one type of business. And so you as a business owner, if you want to grow fast, or if you want to grow at all, you need to adjust your expectations to ensure that you are expecting to do the right amount of work to ensure that you get the right amount of results. And I know this might be a mental shift for some people, they may think, well, perhaps I shouldn't do that much work because I have a great thing going working my nine to five. And some people may have to take that in as a reality check. Working as an employee can be easier for some individuals. Running your own business is a different ballgame. There is nobody behind you telling you what to do. For the most part, if you're a solopreneur, you don't have a team or even a partner that you're accountable for. And so it becomes really difficult to motivate yourself, especially if you have so many other responsibilities. If you're a mother, for example, as many of our listeners are, or if you're a student, as many of our listeners are, just starting out, you have so many other responsibilities. You are not going to be told to work on your business. So you have to adjust your expectations. I think when you adjust your expectations, you should say to yourself, I am doing this because, and think about that North Star. We speak about our North Star in a few episodes, one of our first episodes about a year ago now. So I would say within the first five episodes, we speak a lot about the North Star. And that is basically what is pushing you to the business, what is allowing you to continue in the business. And so you really, really need to hold on to your North Star when you're adjusting your expectations. When you are saying to yourself, okay, I am going to be working on this business because, and you think of that person or persons or community or mission, and that 
will help push you towards doing the business, even when it's hard, even when it gets difficult, you'll be like, okay, I am doing this because, and the mission or the people or whoever you're trying to impact could be your family. Some people are like, I am doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my girls so they can see that women are able to trailblaze and make things happen. As simple as that. So that is my first tip. I know we all want to grow fast and I know we're impatient, but you have to adjust your expectations. The next tip, so tip number two, is you need to be present in the current state that you're in. So for us in our product-based business, also Sophia, we are in the phase of scaling. We started off in the discovery phase. I would say I started in the discovery phase as an early entrepreneur when I still work in my hospital job as a physiotherapist. And I would be thinking about different businesses because naturally, if you have that entrepreneurial drive or spirit, I feel like something will always pull you in that direction. It could be a good idea. It could be a mission that you really want to explore. For me, of course, it was kind of a combination of both. I was in a very secure job, but that drive just pulled me along the way. But before I got that idea and that mission, I was looking for other things. Like I looked into coffee. As a physiotherapist, I thought to open my own clinic for a while, open my own gym, and I literally explored these areas in business. So you could be in that stage as well. The first stage I call is the discovery phase. And this can last for a number of years where you want to do a business, but you're not sure what you want to do. You have all these great ideas. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to explore them. And that's perfectly fine. I actually encourage people to remain in the discovery phase until they have something that's compelling them to work a little bit more than they're used to working. So for example, I would definitely work on the gym idea. I did my research there. You know, we got to the financials and we realized, well, it's not going to be as sustainable if we have a hiccup and the COVID pandemic was a good hiccup that if we had opened the gym, we would have likely been dragged down with it. So we didn't pursue that. But another reason why that gym idea didn't go into fruition was because I wasn't driven. I didn't have that North Star. I wasn't being pulled, which brings us to our first point that we spoke about just minutes ago, that if you don't have that compelling vision, it's going to be really hard to motivate yourself and move forward when it gets really difficult. So if you don't have that North Star, that mission, that vision, or that person or that community in going through your discovery phase, and you're not being compelled to work on it, say after hours, then I would let it go. So for tip number two, you need to be present in your current state. So of course, the discovery phase is one of the states then build it, I would say building your business. And I would say also Sophia, the product based business was in the build it phase for about I think the previous two years, while we were getting our foundations laid, we were using influencer marketing to discover who our ideal target audience was, we were getting to know the community and what they wanted, we were going into a large retail space. So we were building connections and understanding how that world worked. And then the last phase to really break it down, I'm sure there's more phases that could be in between. But for me, those are the three big phases discovery, build it, and then scale it is the final phase. And that's where you really have established your standard operating practices, your SOPs, and you start scaling your team, your distribution channels, and potentially even scaling to different continents and different countries. And so we are approaching the scale it phase for also Sophia and we are starting to grow our team. We have established SOPs, standard operating practices that are going to help us scale without too many hiccups, hopefully. And tip number two is really about being present in that current state. When you start a business, it is a journey. And I know it looks really glamorous to say, okay, I'm starting today and I want to be a million plus dollars in revenue in the next two years, but that may not be part of your journey. And it might take longer to get there if that is even a concept for you. Some people are like, no, I'm going to keep it as a, a nice sustainable practice at home. 
My goal for the business is to bring in a good amount of money so I can use it for my spending, family vacations. Many people are in that position. And I think that position is wonderful because not only are you filling your entrepreneurial spirit, it's a hobby business, right? So it's a hobby for you. You're able to understand and enjoy business and it's not stressful or it may not be as stressful. So it's the best of both worlds. Be realistic with that current state that you're in, even when you're in that hobby business. Are you in the discovery phase where you're trying to figure out what do I want to do? Or are you to a point where you're building your foundation? Be present and think about the journey and the process and trusting the journey and the process. You cannot build a beautiful tower unless you have a strong foundation. And you don't want to build a beautiful tower if you haven't done your research and understood the land that it sits on. So the discovery phase will really help you understand the land. When you're in the build it phase, it'll help you understand if your foundation is being set appropriately. And then of course, in the scale of phase, that's when you're laying the layers of bricks to build your tower higher and higher and higher. And so be okay with that. I would take a moment now and just rate the stage that you're in. Are you in stage one, discovery, stage two, build it, or stage three, scale? And be present with it. And that's completely okay, right? To say, I'm in the discovery phase. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to rush this phase. I want to ensure that I'm enjoying this phase. I want to ensure that I've chosen the correct path for myself at this point. And you can always change the path later. But at this point, this is what I'm choosing to do. And then you move forward to the build it phase, right? Lay your strong foundation, start getting your standard operating practices together before you start saying, I'm going to cross the continent. I'm going to cross that big pond. We need to build it and then scale it. Okay, the next tip, tip number three, is you need to take responsibility. It's very easy, again, to say, I'm growing too slowly. It's very easy to be impatient. What is not okay is not taking responsibility for that. If you're starting a business, then it's your business. It's your responsibility. It's not your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, mother, daughter, sister, brother, whoever you're partnered with potentially or not partnered with, but think they should be a partner. It's not their responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's your business, right? Like you're the one who wants to do this. It's you who's decided to take on this extra amount of effort to make something happen, to make something real. I think that's the most beautiful thing about business. It's in your mind at first. And then you start actioning out certain things to make your vision come to life. And that's why I think business is extremely, extremely magical in a lot of ways. It's a very creative and iterative process. You need to be a creative mind to be able to come up with the idea, to strategize the idea, to operationalize the idea, and then finally to problem solve when things come up. That is the beauty and the magic of owning a business. But the only person who can do that is going to be you. And if you're strategically not able to do a few of those things, that's fine. But it's now your responsibility to find people that can help you do those things. For example, you may say to yourself, I'm not a great problem solver. When problems arrive, I become very stressed out when problems arise. I'm not able to function when I'm stressed. I need somebody else to help me with that. So knowing that limitation about yourself will help you find somebody who can then help you in the business. So taking responsibility is tip number three, because many people will sit there and say, my business is taking too long to grow. My business is taking too long to grow. I'm not getting any sales, not getting any clients. And the list goes on. But now whose responsibility is it to go get those clients and sales? It's yours, right? In a future episode, I may talk about the masculine and feminine energies because I do feel that the masculine energy allows individuals to go and get what they want versus a feminine energy is a little bit more passive and will allow things to be coming to them or being received. 
In business, you have to embrace your masculine energy and you have to take responsibility and get what you need. And so in many cases in business, you do need sales. And that's generally what causes many hiccups when it comes to wanting to achieve your goals. Another hiccup that can occur is the lack of standard operating practices. So you may have a flood of sales, but you're losing all your customers because you're not keeping them happy. Your customer service is not working. You're overbooked and you don't have a way of scaling because you're just too booked up and you don't have any other personnel helping you in your business. So things like that can cause your business to not scale, not grow at the pace that you were expecting it to grow. Again, that responsibility is on you. You're the one who now has to take control and figure out why is that occurring. Okay, guys, those are the three tips. So let's go from the top. And I want you to take a minute after this episode. And if you are in that situation where you're expecting your business to grow fast, and you are being disappointed because you're not getting the goals that you're expecting, then use these three tips to ground you, take a hard look and see if there's something that you should be doing that you're not doing. So again, tip number one is adjust your expectations. Understand that entrepreneurship may look glamorous, but again, it takes a lot of hard hours. And are you actually putting in the hours of work that is required for you to grow at the scale and the speed that you want to grow? The second tip was look at your current state of your business. Where are you in that trajectory? Are you in the discovery phase? Are you in the build it phase? Or are you in the final scale it phase? If you are looking at Amazon, obviously they're at the scale it phase, probably scale it and maintain it phase as they continue to grow certain areas of their business, other areas of the business they're maintaining or they're optimizing. You know that they took a long time to build before they scaled. So again, I'm using that big company as an example, because many people will see the picture of Jeff Bezos sitting in his basement with a spray painted sign called Amazon from 20 years ago. It's something to think about. You cannot compare your stage of business to somebody else's stage of business. Check your stage and be present in that current stage. Enjoy that current stage. And if you're ready to progress from that current stage, do it responsibly. And the final tip was take responsibility. You need to be responsible for your business. It's only your business, nobody else's. You need to enjoy it. But at the same time, you need to work at what is missing. So take a deep dive, look at it. And if you're like, wait, I'm not scaling, I'm not growing, what's going on? Is it because you need to show up more to do your sales? Is it more that you need to show up and fix your standard operating practices? Is it more that you need to hire a team member so you're not the bottleneck in your business? These are really, really important conversations you need to have with yourself. You may need to lean on somebody to help decipher what's missing. So really take a hard, hard look at your business. And this exercise is important, right? Like you can only have these real conversations with yourself and maybe a mentor or a coach or a best friend, a business best friend, but you do need to be honest with yourself and you do need to ensure that you're not being deceitful with yourself. Okay, guys, again, take a hard look, ensure that you're not expecting yourself to grow too fast and you're expecting too much from your business without putting in the hard work and the time. And if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us at hello at bossitclub.com or you can follow us on Instagram at hello at bossitclub.com. We'll talk to you guys next week, same time, same place. Remember, make a plan and take action. And yes, you can have it all. Bye for now. So my fellow bosses, did you enjoy that episode? 
Now it's time for you to make a solid plan and take action. But first, remember to subscribe and follow the Boss It podcast so you receive a notification whenever we drop an episode. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of your review and share it on Instagram as a post or a story and tag us at Boss It Club. If Instagram is not your thing, no worries. Email your screenshot to podcast at bossitclub.com. As a massive thank you, we will be sending you our top 50 tips for starting and scaling a business. This list is exclusively for podcast reviewers, so don't miss out. Now remember, bosses, make a plan and take action in all aspects of your life. Yes, you can have it all.